from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for the real hooligan. And now, here's Tim and David. All right, hooligans, welcome back. It's another episode of Real Hooligans. I'm Tim English, your host, and I'm with my boy. Tim, we're back. What's up, man? New content. New, well, new content. We are just doing stuff, man. Left and right. Now we're like, just like, let's sit down and talk about something. I've got stuff I want to talk about. There's a funny story behind this episode, though. Today we're going to talk about movies that we think should have sequels. These are movies, you know, not like, hey, here's how I do a Star Wars movie, or here's how I do another Die Hard movie. You know, these are movies that haven't gotten sequels and seem open to expanding on you you know because for it a lot of times we get sequels that it's like why are we watching more of this i don't need it uh yeah and it's like why aren't we seeing blah 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 movie you know whatever so all right so that's what we're going to talk about today we're skipping five questions no we're just going to have a fun because what are you going to chat today what movies would i like to see sequels right (laughs) so all right let's we are also recording on uh are going we're live on facebook Tune in to see Tim's beautiful face. Yeah, well, we're on the Real Hooligans page, so, you know. But yeah, we'll see if anybody follows us. We like to do stuff and interact with you now and then, and this is one way we do it. I think Facebook blows, but it's a good way to get in contact with people. I don't know nothing about to that To be Facebook. connected with our audience, it is. So, yeah, so if you're in the screen, how do I do this? There we go. I don't want to be able to engage with people. All right. Man, this whole thing is different. Son of a bitch on Facebook. All right. So, anyways. Yeah. What else is going on in the world before we jump into this? You just want to jump the fuck into it? Yes. Let's do it. Let's get to the heart of the matter. All right. So, what we're going to do is David's going to say one of his, and I will say one of mine. We will discuss. David will say one of his, and then I will say one of mine. So forth and so on. So, all right. Ready? Set, go. Man from Uncle. Yes! Again, all right. So we record like two episodes a day, typically. Yeah. When we record, and David and I, on this day, are having a a really just like folly adieu uh, day where it's like we're just in each other's heads. It's spooky the, this, w- the way that it has fallen into place today. I love this because this is one of my me and my son Nick's favorite movies that we've seen together. Um, and he asked me every, I mean I, I get this question when are they going to make the sequel? When are they going to make the sequel? So why do you want to see it? Uh, I love this one. Um, you, kn- you know I love when we go back in time to do these things. Mm-hmm. The modern stuff is cool. You know, the Mission Impossibles and the, the Bournes, those are fun. Right. Um, but it's more interesting to see, oh, how are you doing this in 1960? What did Jason Bourne look like in 1960? Um, it's just it's just more fun for me um, that way. And... This one is interesting now, um, besides all of the other reasons it needed uh, a sequel. Um, now you get to figure out what the hell are we going to do with Army Hammer? <laughs> How are right. we going I was, to I was gonna approach say that, this situation? That becomes the problem now, because Army Hammer is like, 
eating people. So at the least of his problems at this point. Yeah. <laughs> at we the, just have at, a group of women at, at eating the, him. At, at, the, at, the, at the least, he may be a cannibal. <laughs> right. There's some shady that, shit. With, that's when, when, the, when you're like, oh, man, that's like the, that'd be like the best thing out of those things. Yeah, he's unhirable at this point. Um, but I love their chemistry. And I've always said that I want to see that personality of Henry Cavill in Superman. Yes. That just, he's just like so cocky and yeah. fun and, and you know, don't give me the, oh, that's where we shut the fuck up. You had plenty of time. You fucked it up. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm with you on that one, brother. I'd love to see he, like Guy Ritchie just, man, he just kills me sometimes. Do you like Guy Ritchie? Or are you a, uh, a fan of his? I am really on the fence. And that's where I am, but on the fence so much that I want something else from him I would to help make that decision. Like King Arthur was awful. Terrible. Um, Aladdin, I thought, was better than people really give. I thought it stayed mostly true to the story. And I don't know if I'm watching live action Aladdin, I guess that's what I thought it would look like. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, I haven't seen the most recent one, The Gentleman, with Matthew McConaughey, but I've heard it's good. I, I enjoyed bit, the Sherlock to, Holmes. I, th- yeah, I thought he's, that he, fits he is doing, what he's he is doing, doing. Another one of those. Speaking of sequels, apparently they are in the works on that one. So um, cool. All right, you ready for one of mine? Yeah, lay it on me. Hmm. The Last Starfighter. Ooh, Tim, we've talked about this one a lot. This movie, dude. This. I just feel like the first one is just a freaking classic because a what kid isn't playing video games as a kid, hope wishing he could be in that universe. Absolutely. You know, we all we all had some game that we were like, I would love to be that character, and then just and uh, Alex gets that opportunity. He becomes a fighter in the Starfleet Armada, right? And that I think that's what it was yes. called. God, I fucking love that movie. And I loved it because it was like they took the special, you know, they were like making it and they're like, cool, man, these effects are going to look amazing. It's going to be like fucking Star Wars when we're done. Excuse my language, Facebook, but you know, um, and then they're like, oh, actually about that, we're totally out of money. Yeah, we got nothing. So we can't finish the, the You're getting cliquey. And that's directed by Michael Myers. Yeah? Yeah. The, Nick Castle directed mm-hmm. Last Starfighter. It's the reason it hasn't been anything, because Spielberg's been trying for years. And Castle. Oh, like, I'm sure there are Castle's like, people yes. lined up left and right. <clears throat> so, offers but yeah, I mean, but I mean, think about it. The way gaming and just digital technology has advanced, we're all, we're all able to immerse into 3D worlds, you know, and all this crap online. And there's so many ways that you could pluck the next Last Starfighter out of, yeah, uh, you know, a- any online Xbox, PS4, Jesus, I mean, yeah, How, whatever is yeah. the most relevant, fun way. I'm sure there's somebody more creative than I that would be like, actually, the best way to do that would be through this. That's how they yeah. would do it, probably. We're That's how the aliens Twitch. would. <laughs> yeah, something Twitch, yeah, something like that, man. Uh, absolutely, and you could bring back. Uh, I mean, you could have that. Yeah, dude would still do it, right? That dude's still around. Robert Preston's not around anymore, which is a shame. But all right, man. What else you got? What else you got? I'm gonna stick with another spy movie. Spy with Melissa McCarthy. That's a good one. Jason Statham. That was one I remember seeing that and think because 
I love Melissa McCarthy, but I think a lot of times she's kind of like cast as a clown. She is the Chris hey, Farley type. Yeah. Hey, you're a fat chick that can be obnoxious. Why don't you go be funny for us, clown? It's, you know, but she's done some great dramatic roles and she's done some great smart comedic roles. Yes. Um, but this is one that I felt found a really nice balance between both. Yes. And I like that her character was trying to get away from what others perceived her as. And I think McCarthy was trying to do that with this role. Right. I'm not just this. I can be this, but I'm also this over here as well. And I think she did a great job with that. Yeah. And again, Jason Statham is amazing in that. Probably my most favorite <laughs> thing Jason Statham I has mean, done. Honestly, it's so great because he... Um, He's, I mean, he's making fun of every character he's ever played. Sure. I mean, you know, and he just does it so well. I mean, uh, I'm not sure who directed that. I'm going to pull that up real quick. Spy. Paul Feig. Is it? Yeah. Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we watched Freaks and Geeks? A long time ago. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Should yeah. watch it. We just, we're, we're just finishing it. Rewatching it actually. Did it hold up again? So good. All right. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I, I would watch a spy sequel. And that had, who else was in that? Rose Bryan. Yeah, she's great actually. She's in like so many things, but I really do like her. Jude Law, who wasn't <laughs> terrible. Jude Law. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a good, be good to get those people back together. All right. Me up. What you got next? All right. This might surprise you considering how much I like to bash on Adam Sandler, but I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. Oh. And he's talking about right now doing sequels to like Waterboy and for some reason Billy Madison. I don't need either of those. No. But you I know would what? Much rather have a happy, happy Gilmore. Give me a happy Gilmore. They just—I mean—and who knows what's in development now? Because if you've been following Twitter, he and uh, dude that plays shooter, shooter. <laughs> have recently had like kind of back and forth. Um, the what is it, it, it the 25th honor, anniversary in honor, in honor or the 25th anniversary? Yeah. Um, but I think you could do that as you know, 25 years later. Um, do it a little bit different. So give me something like what's it where they where they have like the teams that go to the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup. Give me a Ryder Cup situation where he's in charge of the he's the captain of the team because he's Happy Gilmore. He's you know established and he wins and he's just kind of gotten cocky and lazy in his career. Yeah. But but you know he's he's the man, right? And uh, you know throw in a you could put Shooter on his team. Uh, give me a hot shot. You know the up and comer guy that's yeah. Going to ruffle everybody's feathers. But then throw in, like, you know, an actual golfer like fucking Tiger Woods or something. <laughs> That'd be fun. And, uh, you know, make it, you know, the the young kid could be fucking, I don't know, like John Boyega or some shit. You know, just somebody that's, you know, just a young actor now, you know. And, uh, yeah, just give me but him I, having to yeah. deal with all of those different personalities, you know. And, of course, you could throw in... Uh, um, you know, that fucking dude we just talked about freaks and gigs, the dad on that is the, the you will not make this putt, you <laughs> jackass. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. 
Um, yeah, but I think of all this crap he's doing, I mean, he makes some shitty movies now. It's he like, does. Why isn't anybody trying to make this movie? I feel like it's like... That should be the one. If anything, if we're making Adam Sandler sequels, come on. Come on. You don't want Grown Ups 3? No, Grown Ups was bad <laughs> enough. <laughs> Grown Ups is terrible. All right. What else you got? I'm, I'm going to get emotional, Tim. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah. Now that I'm a dad, my kid's six. She's got all these emotions inside out. Man, that is probably, it's hard to say it's my favorite Pixar movie, but it's up there. I saw that, the first time I saw that was at a, at my kid's old elementary school we did. We were in charge of movie night every spring. So I would pick a movie, you know, because we were the movie family, right? And we'd, you know, we'd all, you know, oops, sorry, get in the gym and big screen and projector and we'd watch a family movie or something. And one year we did Inside Out because I usually did a movie that had been, that came out around the holidays and wasn't out on, you know, maybe it was just out on video. So parents weren't quite sick of it, but it was a big movie that would draw people out essentially. Yeah. So this year was Inside Out because it was about March, came out on DVD. I'm like, I haven't seen this. Let's watch it, you know? And uh, holy shit, dude. Punched you right in your emotions, oh, and I'm like, I'm sitting there with, like, fucking surrounded by adults, like, in fucking tears, like, I can't fucking handle this movie. <laughs> and, like, Jenny, I'm like, dude, I can't, ha- I, I can't fucking handle this movie. It was crazy, you know? And that's, you know, the beauty of, I think, the Pixar movies is they are fun for kids to watch, but mean something else later on. So you want to see another one of these? I, I, yes. <laughs> okay, so um, Elizabeth was born... Right at the time this came out. Um, and then I, I didn't really have any attachment to it at that point. Okay. I hadn't seen it with that lens. Um, so, and, and if you recall, this one won um, Best Animated right. um, Feature, um, which caused a lot of um, anger with me during that award season because... Uh, that was the same year that uh, Kubo and the Two Strings came out. Another good one. And I, that was that was my pick that year because yeah. I didn't care about this emotional crap. Um, and now having seen it um, numerous times since then, watching it with Elizabeth, um, getting to talk about feelings and emotions, and right. um, much much different now. So, um, but yeah, if they could give me the roadmap for how puberty is going to work with this this girl, um, that was the kind of where they left off. The, the brand new board had a button that said puberty and they're like, ah, oh, that's probably nothing. Don't worry about it. And my first reaction or would be to say, man, I feel like it would be hard to harness that lightning in a bottle again. Sure. But they've, I mean, the first three Toy Stories just, yeah. I mean, the third one especially just, you know, I remember again, that shit brings me to tears because I'm a big fucking pussy for movies, but um I just remember my kids were, you know, in tears in the theater with them. And I'm like, trust me, man, when you see this shit when you're my age, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I I think Pete Doctor is the guy that could do it. Yeah. I think he's got the proven track record. Soul was good. Yep. Up. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. My turn. Yes. What's next? I tried to hit on a lot of genres, but I did hit the one I did hit on twice was comedy. This one is another classic. 
but my fear is it's going to get remade, and I would rather see... The unfortunate thing is you can't do a proper sequel because John Hughes is no longer with us. But I think you could find, and I would love to see maybe, uh, how about like Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Uh-huh. Spider-Verse guys? Yeah. See them tackle this. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Interesting. Tim, this one, th- th- that's a... That's an iconic. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a classic and it is one of those don't big fuck with it. Yes. But it is just like, but. Danger. If you're going to. And, and again, I think it's fun. I think it would be a fun revisit of nostalgia for people like us. Um, and what I would do is I would have Ferris as he's older. He's not quite the crazy guy he used to be. He's grown up. He's got a family. He's married. He's still in touch with Cameron, so you've got to bring Alan Ruck back. Um, and, but Alan's, you know, Cameron sees that Ferris is not Ferris anymore. He, you know, and he's like, dude, you need, you know, he's like, maybe, you know, without getting into like marriage problems, you know, everything is just not quite right for Ferris, even yeah. though he tries to put on the good face. So he's like, I'm going to give this guy one day, you know, and uh, we're skipping work. Yeah. But I think it would be on the, you would have to do it on the whim of maybe Ferris is keeping an eye on his own kid, thinking his kid's fucking around. So he's maybe trying to put off what Cameron's trying to do by ruining his right. kid. And, you know, the whole time kind of learning, dude, you're, you're what you, you know, think about the role reversal here. And, um, and I think it would be fun to kind of bring that, get a Matthew Broderick performance, you know, and, uh, to revisit that nostalgia again, the way we've done with Bill and Ted recently, um, I think it'd be a fun way to do it. And you know, if you want to, I wouldn't say kill off Cameron at the end, but maybe at the end you find out that he wanted to do this because he is—he's dying. He is sick, and he wanted—he wanted just one more day with. You know, I think that'd be a fun way—not fun, but it would be. You know, like oh, that's an interesting way, and he, but you'd have to get again a comedy team. Who can write emotional stuff? And for me, that's what Spider Verse does. Oh, absolutely! That hits it feels, does. and it's so much fun to watch, and it's funny. Um, I don't know. That's how I'd do it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off sequel. Oof. Risky, Tim. It's risky. All right, what else you got, Tim? I'm I'm, I'm going to space. I'm going to go with the Fifth Element. Okay. I want to see some more Corbin Dallas and. Lilo, I want to see them go out and have another adventure together. All right, so you get Bruce Willis back. Maybe this is Bruce's attempt to try to have fun with this career before nobody really cares about anything. Right. Man, Bruce Willis used to be my go-to action boy, man. After Die Hard, Last Boy Scout. It was just like, you you just have him as a cop who does shit his own way. I'm, I'm watching that movie. Yeah. Um. It's been a while Fucking since I've felt that way, though. Yeah, but I think yeah. this this would uh, yeah. this would do it for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and he can play that filthy, grubby cab driver guy that he was. Mm. Um, I, I it just feels like there's more space fun to be had with these two. When was the last time you watched this movie? Oh, probably within the last few months. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on sci-fi or something all the time. Man, so. we tried to show our kids, and you know, normally they're pretty open-minded, and I don't feel like this one vibed with them. Really? They were just like, what is this? 
But, you know, I, Jenny and I saw it in theaters when it came out back in, what, 97? Yeah. And it was fun. It's Loved just a it. fucking weird, funny, crazy, obnoxious. The role that Tucker plays was supposed to be played by Prince. That seems appropriate. Yeah. So now you think if, if somebody said, hey, Chris Tucker, do your best Prince impression. That's pretty much what happened. So anyways, that's a good one, David. I like it. I'd be down with it. Would, would you bring back a main director or are we, would you would you think this? No. This is a new. After this. A new vision. Yeah. After this many years. Find a way to to bring in a new set of eyes on this. Yeah. Um, right. uh, no reason there needs to be ties to, you know, the previous version as far as writers or director Luke, go. Luke Besson. So he's, maybe he writes, but he doesn't direct. Maybe. Okay. So the funny the funny thing about that is, and again, because we're just on this mental connection day today. Maybe we're both having our periods at the same time. I'm not sure. Oh, we synced up. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm going to say The Professional. Yeah. Leon The Professional. Um, I think it was like 1995, something like that. Natalie Portman, it was her first starring role. Um, Jean Renault, but also directed by Luc Besson. Luc Besson. The French director, and this is this is my favorite of his movies. This movie yeah. is fucking badass. This is one that we've discussed numerous times about throwing on the on the whiteboard on the calendar. Yeah, um, and I, I'm all for it whenever we can. A lot of times, I'm one. directed by my kids, and yeah. especially my 14 year old right now, who is in his. I mean, he is he studies movies, um, so he's very much into. Hey, I want to watch this now. Hey, I want to watch this now. What the fuck is he watching? He's watching spaghetti westerns today, I think. Really? I think he's just making it. He day found it. he found one of the trilogy, the Eastwood trilogy is free somewhere, so he's gonna watch that, I think. So but yeah, he gets into old movies and he's but he's wanted to watch he's brought up the professional recently. Um but I would love to see Natalie Portman years later cool. as an assassin. All that experience. And just I don't know. I don't know what what's the story. I don't know. I would just like to see I think it's like I would like to see Natalie Portman as a badass assassin. Sure, um, who wouldn't? The, the crazy thing about this is, did you ever see shit? What is it? I've seen lots it, of shit. It's, it's Luke Besson. It's oh, uh, Colombiana. Yeah, with uh, Zoe Saldana. Uh huh. Do you know what that was written to be? Uh, 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 was that the sequel? That was going to be a sequel. And if you if you go back and look at the story, you're, you, you'll be like. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So has um, Natalie Portman, has she spoken about she this? She said, I, I feel like I've seen in interviews that she'd be down for it. I, it hasn't happened for whatever reason. Huh. But I'm hoping maybe now that she's gone, you know, she's going back to Marvel and uh, making fun movies that maybe, you know, because there's nothing wrong with chasing awards and Oscars, but I feel like all of her movies have been kind of geared towards Oh, they check the boxes. Yeah, I want to. You know, I want to. You know, I want to cover this kind of a theme or whatever. Jackie or whatever, whatever she wants to do. Yeah, um, and she's good. She, but so don't, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Her. So it's like I would, but I would. This is a character I would love to see come back. And you know, I mean, it could. You know, I mean, unfortunately, you can't have like Danny Aiello, but um, 
whoever his, you know, I, I feel like Jean Leguizamo fits in. Here. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> maybe he takes over for I love as, as it the, as the uh, the Danny Aiello character. I just he is I, widely underutilized. I want more Leguizamo. I, I, I have re- I've really come to appreciate John Leguizamo as yeah. I, you know, I always liked him. You know, sometimes he was a little obnoxious when he was younger, but he's always been in a mo- in movies where. You know, I'm like, oh, I like that movie. Yeah. He's in it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's always, like, had a connection, so. Um, but I like him. I just watched Chef this week. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. She's it's a great that. one. That's yeah. a great movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, The Professional. What was her name? Matilda. Matilda. So, it would just be Matilda The Professional. Boom. Fantastic. Let's do it. All right. What else you got? Tim, I never thought I would have... Peter Berg on my list of good things. Oh my gosh. I never thought I would say Peter Berg needs to do another movie. But I would take another another Hancock movie. I think we could do without Peter Berg <laughs> involved, but right. I think Hancock was an interesting character that got devoured in the second, you know, the final act of that movie you had hold on we have to turn this into a big fight okay excellent let's fight i mean you know that's like that's what happened yeah. it seemed like there was a lot of character development and then it was like the movie's almost over we have to fight yeah we gotta we gotta destroy we gotta punch part it of the city yeah. we gotta punch it out yeah um but drunk miserable hancock as a superhero just fucking shit up left and right yeah uh, is is fun um, and Jason Bateman trying to, there's so much more here. He has that idealistic superhero. Give me other people like him. Yes. Yeah. And Charlize Theron's great in that. Again, again, we're talking about Charlize Theron. I know. She's so great. Always a reason to talk about her. All right. So I think, I think, uh, there's another Hancock story in there that could just be a fun Hancock story that didn't have to be about this deep. Yeah. Bond between the two of them. Let her live her fun life at home with a normal family. I think that's interesting in itself. I, I think that it's a. It was a good. It was probably a movie that was made before audience was were ready for it. Yeah, you know, because that was superheroes were just kind of starting to really become more relevant, and so people wanted punchy action, brightly colored, flashy, yeah. fun, family friendly. And that was that was very, um, you know, mental. We got a lot of the boys before the boys. Psychological. You know, yeah. Hancock throwing that little French kid <laughs> up into the air, and just waiting for yeah. this screaming kid to come back down. That's some fun Homelander type shit. Yeah, there's, there's an underrated Will Smith role that probably wasn't developed enough. Yeah. So yeah. Where are you going last, Tim? All right. Now, here, here's the funny thing about this show. This week, I, I got started thinking about a movie that I just couldn't. I was like, oh, man, they should do a sequel. My family's like, why would you do that? And I was like, this is how you do it. And I laid out, like, over dinner, you know, just how I do it. <laughs> Tim then, gave a master class at yeah, the dinner yeah, yeah. table. And then, like, a few days later, I was like, hey, what were we talking about? And so I can't remember, <laughs> which is the great thing. But I've come up with a pretty good list so far. My fifth one I'm going to say we're going to go horror on this. Um, and it's to an underrated um, anthology classic, Trick or Treat. 
um, which came out, geez, like 1994, I think. Let me look that up real quick. Um, I would love to do this for Terror on the Plains if I ever do that again. Uh, was it 86? No. Terror on the Plains will happen again. I hope so. Two thousand seven. So it's a horror anthology. It's got a, a neat little horror dude, Sam. I think I've got some Funko Pops of him somewhere up there. But you know, he's a cute little dude with a crazy little face, and basically his thing is he he punishes people who are infringing on the Halloween tradition, like somebody taking their decorations down too early, not handing out candy, shit like that. But there's all these other things going on kind of around town that night, just little short little stories that kind of weave through each other a little bit. But, you know, they're all, you know, Anna Paquin was in this, Brian Cox. It's always great when Brian Cox drops by. He really is. I mean... Is there anything where you're like, man, Brian Cox, you, no, I don't need that. No, of course not. Leslie Bibb is in this, you know, and a lot of them are like, you know, kind of urban legend base, you know, retellings, you know, but it's another, it's one that I think, uh, you know, where's our sequel? We're getting like Halloween, Halloween kills, Halloween ends. I mean, they're just going to keep making Halloween movies because don't. Tell me they're not going to make more Halloween movie after Halloween ends. Right. They made more Friday the 13th movies after the last chapter. Of course. So um, Nobody ever dies in Yeah, This movies. is uh, directed by Michael Doherty, who has done Krampus. He was a writer on X-Men 2. Godzilla King, King of, of Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, he's got some cred, dude. And I know he wants to do one. You know, but I think it's just, you know, I mean, come on. You can't find somebody that's going to shell out some money to make a fun little horror movie. You can't get Chris Pine or something in there to make a little cameo or some right. shit. I mean, you know. Always reason to talk about Chris Pine, too. Um, Yeah, that's my fifth one. Does that, does that wrap us up? That's it. Ooh, we that's hit the fun. list. All right, man. That's a, you know... A short and sweet episode of Real Hooligans for you, kids. Oh, some, oh, I thought of one while we were talking. Last Boy Scout. Sure. Okay. And give me, give me, bring back Shane Black and just have him direct it because, you know, Tony Scott's dead. But just have Shane Black because he wrote sad. the first one. Yeah. <clears throat> you get Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans back for that. Bruce Willis making multiple appearances on the list today. Yeah. Uh, another one that's not necessarily a sequel, but you could do a sequel, I suppose. But it would be, you know, I would love to see a Transformers versus G.I. Joe movie. Weird. That's just weird enough to be cool. And here's who would do it. The Russo brothers. I don't think you can call them that anymore, Tim. Get them that. Get those boys on there. Russo brothers. Not the Wachowskis. Not the Wachowskis. Okay. (laughs) Russo brothers. Sorry. Momentary lapse. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do they not like being linked together anymore? <laughs> They're like, after Endgame, we're fucking no, different I'm an people. Idiot. Uh, no, Russo Brothers. You know, get their yes. hands. Dude, I don't give a fuck. If you need to get Channing Tatum and The Rock and fucking Mark Wahlberg and just incorporate the idiot characters from the idiot movies that have been made, I think that you have well known actors built in. I don't think Shia. <clears throat> no, please, God. 
<laughs> but that would just be it's one of those things where it's like uh, if you told me they were making a Transformers G.I. Joe movie I'd be like oh god and then you're like directed by the Russo brothers I'd be like yes totally <laughs> in for that I mean you know anyways that's how I would do it folks real hooligans send us your yeah I want to hear your recommendations movies, you know remember give, give us movies that aren't necessarily haven't gotten sequels or you wouldn't necessarily think you'd get a sequel but you would like spy you know sure. it's like I've watched another spy yeah yeah I enjoyed the first one yeah 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 so okay hit us up let us know Facebook I'm gonna say goodbye to you before we sign off Bye, later Facebook. on thanks for watching see you later you can also comment let us know talk to us thanks for watching peace say bye david bye david all right we're gonna keep going on the uh on the you know here for a few minutes but hey thank you for listening uh we have new episodes every wednesday um find us at all your favorite places yeah wherever i have no idea where this is gonna air or this is gonna be published so i can't tell you what to look forward to but just look for us on wednesdays new episodes every wednesday real hooligans uh, this has been sequels we want to see. I'm sure we'll do another one. This I feel like this episode probably warrants a sequel. Yes, I'm. I, it was built for it, Tim. It is. It is. So, all right, man. Uh, David, it's been real. It's been fun. Always. All right, man. Later. <laughs>